What does it matter if it's devil or devil? The devil has a very distinct meaning, and devil is just adorable. Look at her. Look at that purple hair. She's the devil. Look at that. Did you just see that, Kathy? What'd she do? She just... Oh, don't pretend Aww, to be innocent. that's so sweet. She just offered to lick your pussy. Yeah, I don't think that... That's, she just did. She did the thing. Anybody's pussy. That that sign isn't a sign for she my pussy. She did it to you. I don't have a vagina. I have a mangina, Kathy. I don't think she wants to lick my mangina. Does anybody? Pretty sure. And I just looked at her face and that little... You know, she gave that sick, like... The, oh. That throw up in her mouth a little bit. Look. Yeah, that I'm familiar with that. I'm pretty sure it was your badge. Okay. Not, not my heapa hapa. Can we stop talking about my badge? Heapa hunka. Hunka hunka burden. Well, we're going to talk about your badge just as soon as we play this jingle. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. <laughs> Poor Dell. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Kathy's broken, abused, ripped out, dragging across the floor special place. Wow. In front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hello. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I should turn that up, huh? I'm, I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. I'm Dell. Wow, you sound <laughs> thrilled. Thank We're you. I'm so happy to be here. No, no ungering. <laughs> No ungering. <laughs> you must be happy. Only unger gets to unger. Poor Dell. Happy, happy, joy, joy. That's it. Happy, happy, fucking joy, joy. Kathy, Wait. god damn it. What? What a, what a week. It has been a week. What a week. I. What was your week like, Boogie? My week was uh, exceptional and weird and crazy and fun. And uh, Mew came back from her camping trip. And so we had a little love rekindling. Ooh. Good. In the I, car? No, 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 no. We went to her mom's boat, and uh, and so we hung out on the boat for a day. And uh, my God, she was a a little, uh, little, uh, little frisky, a little hot for daddy minx, little, little (laughs) horish for daddy cock. She was like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, it was good. I mean, when we first started, and we were teaching her, you know, how to have more than one orgasm. Um, you know, we went crazy and we used to talk on the show about it, you know, and she had like 26 in a day and she's like, never again, absolutely never again. But, you know, it was a big thing for her to get to those levels. And then, you know, it kind of leveled out to where she'll, you know, she has two or three when we make, uh, you know, whoopee nuggets. Uh, that's, that's then never heard it called that. What? Yeah. Well, I, I what whoopee nuggets? Oh my god! I, I love that phrase. You're going to be using it. You're going to be using oh. it. Well, we did that show today. What show was that, Boogie? We did the Thinking Atheist show uh, today. Yeah, which was amazing. And because we rock, and we're on other podcasts, they want us. Yeah, they needed us and our <laughs> magical. Totally expertise. needed us. Fortunately, they had some academics on there to. 
balance out. It wasn't the, us just disgusting perverts. <laughs> to, to balance out the obnoxiousness. But no, so I was kind of, I know that show is, you know, he says shit and, you know, some things, but it's a much more toned down. No rape, no tranatang, no, you know, no what we do. And he said, we're like PG-13. So I was trying to, you know, like, what am I going to say? And I'm like, oh, you know, like when Mew and I make whoopee nuggets. So that's where that came from. So no, don't Kathy, use that ever Kathy, again. Kathy, will you make whoopee nuggets with me? I absolutely will Ooh. not. But no. What's awkward trucker love? I'm not finished with whoopee nuggets. No, stop with the whoopee because nuggets. Because Mew That's and I it. had so she came out of that show. You know, she started settling on the you know the two or three, and and she's like, look, I'm fine and. And a lot of times when we, you know, we play with people, Mew is perfectly happy to come once or twice and then literally crawl to the end of the bed and play video games while I seduce the the whoever else is in bed. That makes perfect which, sense to me. Which is amazing that how did I get to a point to where that became completely normal? To where usually that would be like so insulting, you know, to where you're like, oh my God, you know, we're all supposed to be together and we're all just very flexible and it's like she's done and she's like, oh, have fun. She needs more orgasms and, you know, so, but this time she was a little like uh, rekindled the old flame Mm. and, uh, and she was not satisfied easily. I see. An unsatisfied Mew is not a happy not a Mew. happy Mew. But it was all. It was just very nice to to be out there and spend time with her. And, That's and cool. she did great. She got another interview for another major med school in the country, um, and uh, and so she's super happy about that. So now she's and more we're compa- happy. Yeah, for That's oh actually my God, really great. It is just so awesome. So, but you know, I don't know if I broke her vagina. Don't break vaginas. Baby. I don't know if I broke her vagina, but you, Cathy, yeah, yes. the calf, yeah, cathartic catheter calf. What the hell? Um, Whoopie nuggets calf. Lustful, I can barely hear Dell. Lustful because Dell can articulate. Yes, I you're can. talking over the top of the microphone. It's not it. <sighs> that is correct, <laughs> Dell. <laughs> That is the difference between omnidirectional and, <laughs> and whatever. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, what? why is your vagina broken, Kathy? Uh, Creative Explorer broke Kathy's special place. Did he just kick you in the crotch or did he Actually, just he, fucking wang tango you, you until you... Uh, Look, that's I, another term, I'm, by the way. I'm a bleeder, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, my vagina, the tissue is very sensitive. And a majority of my life, when I fuck or have rough sex which isn't that rough because I don't like it that rough. Right. I bleed a little. Nice. So you You're tear virgin, something. And virgin all over again. No, every God, week. No, never, ever again. And so, you know, if a partner I'm with doesn't like it, then fuck you. But Creator Explorer is totally used to it. So we're, you know, fucking. And of course. You're bleeding. There's blood on his cock. And I'm sure. like, okay, got to clean that shit off. And I'm like, God damn it again. And so uh, I thought he broke my vajayjay. Right. But uh, last night, I won't stop bleeding. It just would not stop. You're and like I actually had to go to the store internal, and, you had to, and buy panty liners. Because you were still... So were you just spotting? It wasn't like... Oh, no, know, no. I've had... I, fountain. I, I'm after a... I, I went through a year of perimenopause, and I've had... I've gone through menopause. It's been three years now. 
So I should not be having a period. And it's, I start getting cramps and I start bleeding. Oh, so you actually bleeding. You yes. bled, bled. Yes, absolutely. And so it pisses me the fuck off because I have not had cramps like this and the horrible emotional train wreck that the the dumping of hormones and chemicals into my system that make it impossible for me to get through. I've had most of my life uh, ever since I got my period every month. It's just a fucking nightmare to go through. And to feel it coming back on after three years, I was not happy. So Creative Explorer makes the, uh, the dreaded decision to text me. Oh, no. To see how I'm doing. Kathy, how's your hooch? Yeah. How's your sniz? And I, 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 he just got me at a moment where I was ready <laughs> to fucking go. It was, it was not only the I'm ready to start crying, but I'm ready to start punching something. And <laughs> I got to say that it's, a, it's an absolutely horrible feeling to be completely out of control. You cannot control your emotions. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to my world, Kathy. <laughs> hey, well, you're like that all the time. Yeah. So I would like you to read, Boogie, what I texted oh, this Creative is gonna be good. Explorer. I didn't know there was going to be reading. <laughs> it I, was bad. Glad I brought my... Okay, so should I start from the top? Sure. Which one should use? Well, I'm cramping and have full-blown period, so you didn't break me after all. This is uh, <laughs> this Kathy is to Explorer. <laughs> Then I go online and it says, not normal after one year of menopause. Cancer, cancer, cancer. <laughs> and I'm all, ah! So I just made an appointment to see the OB-GYN to the GYN. I cannot fully express to you how much I hate, all caps, feeling these cramps again. I Next line, am next line, miserable, and I want to take it out on someone. And this horrible emotional death trap is just how I used to feel every fucking month. I'm out of control, on the edge, I'm living every period cliche you can think of. Make a joke now, and I will reach through the phone and hurt you because you're a man and all men must die. And also, I don't like your penis. Was that actually there? Love and kisses, Kathy. Uh, I was holding back. I am not kidding. I was holding back. Yes, I was restraining myself. I just that it's it's just a small is amazing example of the crazy that I used to go through every month. It was horrible. And he has a he has a, a habit of making jokes. And I thought if if this motherfucker makes a joke, that's it. We're through. I was like fucking livid and i just had to take it out on somebody with a penis so. and he just said nothing or just at the end he's all hey he's, he just like poor kathy just keep in mind that i'm not gonna you can rant all you want i'm not gonna take it the wrong way and i'm like god damn it I just, you're how fucking oh, dare you stop be. being so reasonable it's <laughs> fucking easy to be nice when your vagina isn't turned inside out you cocksucking fucking I actually wanted to say something like that, but yeah. I, I kind of restrained myself. I'm so glad it's easy for you, Mr. Audi. Yeah, I wasn't. It's just been bad. The only reason that I'm okay right now is that I'm hopped up on Excedrin, but <laughs> I'm not happy that, that about this. And I just I got an appointment in like three and a half weeks, and we're going to see what the fuck is going on with my vagina. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's actually not normal. It can be any number of things that are going on with your uterus or your vagina, but. Uh, none of it is that great. So Kathy, let's see what happens. Um, 
No, not, I don't want to hear advice. I not really a doctor. Don't. I'm not giving you advice. Okay. I'm just telling you from my past experiences in this. When they say this is not normal to take into absolutely, you're going to the doctor. You're going to get some tests. You're fine. What did I just say? I but, don't want advice. But when I'm not giving you advice. I'm talking to the listeners <laughs> because I've experienced this. The people who matter. And uh, <laughs> why, <laughs> Dell? <laughs> I have to channel the owl that is I here. am no. sitting here literally within fucking walking distance That's from this right. And you're instigating, you fucking cocksucker. Because uh, I'm going to take it out on you, Boogie, no matter of what course. he says. No, I think when they say this is not normal, it's because most people don't have rough sex. No, 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 no. This is not my vaginal wall tearing like I'm used to. Because no, but in- inspiring, a, a lot of times no. when you have visceral sex, it inspires your body to say, oh, shit, we're fucking, we should make a baby. No, no, no. no? You cannot have a period when you've been through three years of menopause. It's, not, it's literally not possible. If you are having periods, you are having like cramp-like symptoms, right. that means that the uterine wall is going through cramps because it's trying to get rid of stuff. And that's not always because you have a period. Mm. It could be because you have you polyps. Have an- it could be that it's it's uh, the lining of your uterus uh, it has thickened and it's trying to get rid of It's trying to get rid of something that's in there, and it's not the normal monthly period. So I'm just, I'm not in a good mood. I don't like going to the OBGYN. I don't having my, like having my legs up in stirrups. I just am not happy about this. And it doesn't matter what you say, Mr. Man. I am not going to feel okay about this. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> that's, now. That sucks, Kathy. Tell me what is awkward trucker love. Okay, Kathy. I, I like this side of you, Boogie. I'm just going to tell you. To the perverted podcast listeners, I am usually a, a fairly courageous man. Uh, it's actually a lie. And yet. <laughs> I, and yet, I find it wise to remain silent. <laughs> very, very smart of you. I'm going to move on to some of my fun stuff. Now, remember, I thought I'd only talk about the fun stuff of being homeless. So this was definitely fun and, uh, and a, little, a little cray-cray, a little awkward. So when it's warm out, uh, and and people that aren't hairy or female that aren't hairy, which most females aren't that hairy, um, there is a temperature grid of difference from when it is hot outside and you are also covered with hair, you know, because I'm half Sicilian, half Norwegian kind of thing. So it's, it's the little hair, not the worst of the worst hair, but I have a lot of hair. I have a lot of hair on my legs and chest and, and whatever. And even, you know, back and stuff like that. So when you're outside, I learned this in my early, 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 early 20s that if you literally shave off the hair from your legs and arms and stuff like that, it is instantly 10 to 15 degrees cooler. Like you feel that air hit your leg for the first time and it is just exhilarating and wonderful. So that's why I I just hate hair. And I know women are now taking back their hairy armpits and whatever. And fucking knock yourself out. I hate hair. It's disgusting on me. I don't like it. And I don't have to be attracted to it. So I, I sh- I've always normally shaved. But now I'm outside. And so I'm like, well, where? I can't find my clippers and storage. And, you know, I'm like, well, how am I going to shave? And, you know, at the gym, you only have so much time because there's always people waiting. And you don't want to sit there for what half. What do you mean there's people waiting? Well, in line to take a shower. You know, oh. there's like four stalls, you know. Uh, <laughs> we won't talk about my gym bathroom. Um, yeah, but whatever. It's, uh, it's something. 
It's the thing. So I'm like, well, shit, where am I going to do this? But because it's hot, and I'm like, I gotta, I got, I need that temperature drop. So one night, you know, I'm like, okay, there's nobody around. It's nighttime. So I shave one leg, and it was amazing. Like the air, the the night air hit it, and it was literally. Do you like stick your leg out the window? Just and like feel well, the air. No. <laughs> I just stand outside, and there's no one around, and so I go. And so the next day, I'm at uh, the the place we don't mention because that's where my car still is while I'm selling it. On the other side, it's not parked in there, so fuck them. Um, so uh, I'm like, okay, there was a truck there, and then everyone left, and I'm like, hey, I could do the other leg because there's no one around. And so Mew taught me this thing. Like, usually I used to be like, shave, 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 long, long, long. And then I see, because we take a thousand showers together, she does like this little up and down motion, like shik, 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 like up and down, up and down, up and down. And that really like is more effective. And so I started shaving like that. What? And instead of the long strokes? Instead of long Got strokes, it. you just yeah. kind of go up, down, up, down, up, down. And then you kind of just and you move along like a little kind of back and forth like lawnmower. So that has been very effective. It's great technique. Give Mew all the credit. Uh, it's amazing. And then she like, pushes it down against uh, the other way of the blades and it takes out there and whatever. And so it's this amazing, you know, Mew method. And so that's the, what I'm using. <laughs> so in the park, so your arms kind of going ching, 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 kind of up and down. Oh, boogie. So I suppose from behind, when you're in the doorway of your car and you got one leg up and you're kind of leaning over and you're going like ching 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 oh my god that guy's jacking off might look like I'm giving a little pledge little pledge to the to the mini boogie and so I'm but you know I'm alone right so I'm like ching 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 I'm looking kind of looking side to side no one there no one there so looking around and then. I'm like, okay, well, I got most of the legs. So this is now 10 minutes that I've been doing this, thinking I'm alone. And I was looking in my peripheral of like, you know, six feet high. And I turn around as I finish. And about 40 feet away, there is a parked truck. And in the cab is a truck driver staring at me the entire fucking time. And he's holding up a phone. <gasps> no. As though he's recording me, <gasps> either jerking off or whatever. And I'm like, oh, and I felt instantly dirty. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, and I kind of look at him and he puts the phone down. And I'm like, oh, now hopefully it's like a joke. Look at this fucking idiot jerking off in the parking lot or <gasps> there's some guy shaving his legs. Did or you look what, on YouTube and case That's what would be funnier than shit. So I'm like, ew! <laughs> and then I'm like, I must write a song. Possibly by curious, intrusive truck driver Checking me out while I shave my legs He's pointing his cell phone, taking a vid I'm just staying cool, but he wants to get laid So, <laughs> possibly by curious, uh, intrusive truck driver Checking me out while I shave my legs so yeah, it was uh, it was wow. funny, and then I just I'm like I think I'm just gonna drive away <laughs> with my both now shaved legs. I and, am definitely checking out YouTube when we're done here. <laughs> that'd be amazing. 
just what you're going to say. Or he's just spanking to it. You know, it's like, you don't know. It's like, that could be his thing. But oh. I, I, and maybe he wasn't recording. But when someone holds their phone up like this. Oh, they were recording. Yes, he was absolutely recording. I was, he was like, doing. he's not like, he's, it's not even the sideways. Like, I'm looking at a YouTube. He's like, you know, just literally. That's and I'm like, funny. oh, and I just look at him. And I'm like, ah, so. So that was a little awkward, but funny. Oh, boogie. But funny and, uh, you know, just... uh, The Homeless Chronicles. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Wrote a song. I just went to storage and I go, that was awkward. If I do find it on YouTube, we're going to send the the poster your song so that he can put it on Absolutely. I'm just going to send it right, right damn well to him. Possibly by curious, intrusive truck driver. Checking me out while I shave my legs. He's pointing his cell phone, taking a vid. I'm just staying cool, but he wants to get laid. Which, by the way, I recorded that in storage. Remember the, really the Chronicles? Good. So it's pretty good, a little muffly. I got to do. And then I was with Mew, and Mew was on with the Discord group, right? And she's talking, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe I can set some settings and do the internal mic where I can not have to have the whole thing. And so I'm like, oh, I got to test this out. And I was going to do this song. And right as I started doing the vocals, it went kind of different, and I just, I, I kind of went for it. See, because I had... E- Is that you hawking up a loogie? Well, because I had... With EDM music behind it? Because I had just, like, eaten this sriracha filled oh, rice and whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try this, and I'm like, oh, God, all of a sudden it just burped up acid in my throat. <laughs> That's old we were, man EDM. Because right we there. were also talking about Mew being a demisexual and how fortunate I am. She, you so are. <laughs> she is. That she does. Because <laughs> listen are, to that and go. I'm out. There's a million guys, you know, out there <laughs> that could totally do more for her. Oh, um, but boogie! Fortunately, she's attached to me right now. The homeless but chronicles. <laughs> it's just you know. No, I was at her place, and then it was funny because the Discord group's like, "Well, we want to hear it." And so I gave them that beforehand. I didn't get any real response back. I can't imagine you And would. I noticed our patron subscriptions, like within 20 minutes, <laughs> went to like 30% less. Oh, uh, no, they haven't. Well, our I pat- was wondering if you perfected it. And from Kathy's reaction, I think <laughs> no. it was yes. No. Oh, well, I still need to e- be able to EQ because that's the internal mic from the you know just the laptop but if i can get it going i'm still you know at least my list someone said something real nice on 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 the patreon comments and said hey obviously you're working hard to try to keep things going with production and it is getting there so yeah it's good so pretty good i don't it's know funny. what else we we have what do Kat, we have we got nothing. oh, oh there, okay i will say this uh oh, God. It was funny. so we, one of the events that we did uh is at marina del rey like most parks during the summer, when it's warm in the summer, most city parks, at least out here in Southern California, they get a certain funding from their city, and then they do some sort of event in their local park, you know, like a movie screening or a concert, or they bring in different types of music or some acting or stuff like that. And then people just gather and put up their picnic blankets right, and, uh, and watch a movie. And so that night... Um, 
like, you know, a few blocks away from her boat, they were showing the Wizard of Oz. And she's like, oh, my God, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen that since before, long before you were a zygote. And so we're like, well, let's go do it. So we show up and we get in way back and you can't even barely see. And right where we were sitting at night, there was a hole in the ground and fucking mice. It was a mouse fucking orgy psycho jack off mouse party. And that was entertaining Mew to because literally it was like two feet away. She's like, is that a mouse? And I'm like, I don't know. No, probably she's high, uh, even though she doesn't get high. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. She doesn't get high. Maybe it's a mouse. And sure enough, it like pops out and then jumps. And then another one. And, another, and there was like fucking 15. And they were all partying in this bush with some cheese or something. And so we mostly watched that. But we were watching what we could of Wizard of Oz. And all of a sudden, it hits her. She goes, Daddy, that's the cowardly lion is the voice that you use to impersonate Kathy. Oh, my God. Courage. Hi, I'm Kathy. Courage. It kind of is the cowardly line. You stole it from him. Probably. Yes. Hi, I'm Kathy. Courage. (laughs) Courage. What did I get that I don't got? Courage. That's right. That's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Karen. Yeah, see, yes. that's why I use it. Hi. He's adorable. Uh, You're not adorable, but he is. Uh, yeah. I'm Kathy. <laughs> I got nothing. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture and subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Have you seen Devil's Socks? No, the laptop. Have you seen what's coming out? Little uh, horns and a, and a, tails at the back. She's a little devil, and the back have little tails. That's, That's right. Absolutely adorable. I have like a mental block on Devil. Little what? mental block there. Because she belongs to Dell. Well, kind of, yeah, that obviously, and then yeah, just you know, because I just don't want to, you know, I just don't want to have her lust for me, like I do all the others, you know. It's a, huh? She just said it's not working, a problem. Right? It's working great. See, that's the block. <laughs> it's at the block that I put, and I just put all. Were it not energy. for that, she'd be all over you. Yeah, it's it's well, that's I have oh, the same brother. block on you, but yeah, she is cute. Wow. But no, what absolutely. You and Creative Explorer have. Huge egos. You know, there's a reason for that. No, and, uh, you do not have huge dicks. If you can... Uh, who said anything about dicks? Because I know guys and egos and dicks, they think they're all the same size. No, 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 no. Yeah, you have no. a massive ego. Well, I do. No, men with <laughs> tiny dicks have big egos. <laughs> they're comp... Yeah, compensating. They're more... Yeah, like... Yeah, more dicky. Have you seen their cars? Yeah. Have yeah. they? Is that the, any guy who has like a... It's like the joke. It's like, oh, big shoes, big dick, big car, tiny dick. Ah, interesting. A louder engine. I do that all the time when we're out playing Pokemon Go. Your cars go by. And I'm like, oh, my God, his penis just shrank. (laughs) Help him. Help that poor man. All right. We have a post by Why Trust Tom Hanks. I've always loved that. Didn't we have just have a post from White Trust Tom? It was no, a little while ago, maybe. Quite a while ago. But okay. yes, he has been a contributor of ours. Thank you very Great. much. And that one was recommended to me by Dell, our very hey. own Dell, 
who uh, did the little at Kathy in the comments, which I so greatly appreciate. Because you it, lamented from last week. And I, was I like, did. Let's make Kathy not sad. You I laminated? <laughs> Lamented. Be what, sad. I lamented the loss, the 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 shortage of some fucking advice topics, and so he, like, he. When you made the jingle of her being sad when people don't submit shit, and my butthole puckering, that was. Like, <laughs> makes that's my a butthole lament. Tense. I never understood to lament something. Lament the loss of something. Yeah. It's being sad but dramatic about it. Hey. So when you. <laughs> that's what the word means. <laughs> Oh, thank you for turning the other way before burping. For our listeners, he belched away from the mic. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't even work. Sounds so much cooler when I do it. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. So this is called Being Kinky Doesn't Magically Make You Open-Minded. And he says, the kink community can be a wonderful resource for people trying to find themselves. But some people claim that kink itself is liberating and mind-expanding, and that the community as a whole is an embrace of progressive sexuality. It's true that kink offers an expanded vocabulary for discussing desire, attraction, and need. It teaches a kind of communication that's deeply uncommon and profoundly necessary. Done right, exploring kink can help you establish deeper intimacies with the people in your life. And it also teaches about consent. And while it doesn't do the best job dealing with consent's many ambiguities, even just talking about it is a major step forward. But if you come into kink with a completely backwater view about what real men are or what real women do, kink alone won't challenge you. We shouldn't act like the kink community is a utopia or has the potential to become one. Let's not congratulate ourselves on a communal enlightenment that none of us have earned that will only get in the way of genuine progress. The sort you have to think about and work for. The sort you can't just sit around and expect to happen on its own. Yales. I think this is going to be summarized by saying you, you can lead a horse to water, but it ain't going to stop Kathy from bleeding all over the place. Know what Where, I'm saying? What? In know what, what I'm world you know do what those two have anything to do with one another? Well, because, like, I don't know. What was I saying? That you can lead a horse to water, oh, okay, but yeah, you that can't part. make him drink. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of true. I mean, this is... This really is a pretty common... Is misnomer a word? No. Yes. Del? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. I was looking at Grammar me. judge wow. says... <laughs> grammar judge says misnomer properly used. Um, because it's true. The kink lifestyle offers you the opportunity, like so many things, you know, you can be involved with amazing people, but unless you're going to integrate yourself with those schools of thought and then reflect on yourself and you're not going to do anything. If you're not coming in open, then it doesn't matter where you are. You can go. I mean, there's tons of people that have climbed mountains and tried meditating and whatever. And they're like, why can't I do it? And it's because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't open yourself to the experience. So it's a better, it's like drunks that go to AA. This happens constantly. They just, they go because so they can be close and maybe one day it'll sink in, but it usually never sinks in. Because even if you're around positive answers and whatever, unless you're willing to start that journey within yourself and be open to that experience and possibly learning things that you didn't know about yourself, it's it's just another place to hang out. Yeah. Kink itself does not have any innate qualities that make it automatically... Uh, 
more conducive to communicating and spiritual and wonderful relationships. As you said, it can offer you many opportunities to do so. But I unfortunately have uh, been to and heard too many, too many times when leaders in the community uh, here in LA, of course, because this is my only community in classes or in orientations or bunches or gatherings who will speak to new people and give this, that give them this impression of the kink community as being all benevolent, all good. We're all a family and everything is wonderful here. And I'm actually not exaggerating at all. They give new people the impression that you can let your guard down here. And it can often have disastrous consequences because it makes you think that you can trust everyone. Yeah, it's problematic when you describe your community as what you want it to be and not what it is. Absolutely. Yes. And you have to make that distinction. You have to be responsible, I think, when you are someone who speaks in front of people that others are listening to. You have to let them know that this is what we strive for. This is what we want it to be. But you have to be responsible for yourself. You have to ask questions just as you would in your everyday life. You don't walk into any scenario and assume that everybody there has your best interest at heart. Sure. So uh, I did come into this community and get that speech. Sure. And I was ecstatic and I loved it. And I'm fucking lucky that I came into a group of people who for the most part were filled with integrity and did not harm me in any way. That's not true for everybody. And so when I read this post, even though in the middle, it's a great post, it's, it's long and I, I like this writer, uh, but, and he does go into more about the politics of um, sexual progression and, and uh, being open to uh, things that you don't normally, that you aren't a part of. And that's great, but, for me, uh, what I got out of it is what has what I have often seen unfold in the community in front of me, and what um, and that is what I I just mentioned that that you you should never assume that the King community is filled with people that are different than they are in the rest of the world in right. your everyday life at work where you when you go to a bar when you hang out with new friends when you go to a party. You should be on guard. Absolutely, but I, I surely, uh, whereas I definitely agree, you should always be on your guard, and and I teach new people that too. That and I, to the point to where I'm like, you, why are you even trusting me? You know, I'm just because me. I'm a pretty charming, fucking cool guy. Um, I could be a serial killer. I could be any number of things. You should always keep up your guard. But I, I, I definitely. Uh, see the merit in letting people know that the opportunity for better communication. My hope is that the example and the actions of the community that you're in, and remember there's, there's all these little micro communities that build up to this umbrella of the kink BDSM fetish, whatever community. And hopefully in your micro community, the actions of that community fall in line with some of these attributes that we all hope for. And because at some point you do need to trust for a certain level of intimacy and relationship with people, whether it be friends, play partners, relationships. And I think it is important to say 
with that grain of salt, hopefully the BDSM kink community, because of the communication, the negotiation, hopefully the emphasis on uh, dealing with people's feelings and understanding the validity of each person's feelings and personal limits, hopefully that does build that environment of trust. And I think your experience and my experiences, and yeah, there's been shitty people and yeah, I've been shitty at times. And, but in general, I think the actions, uh, have shown at least in our community that the majority of people here do at least hope for the best intention. We may not always do the best things, but we, we definitely try. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not denying that, that it's possible. And and I think what, what he says is very true. And what you mentioned is very true. It has the potential to open you up to areas of life that you never explored before. Surely better than ones that are like filled with drugs and alcohol and, and, yes. and Unfortunately, uh, you know, that assumption. frat parties and roofies and yeah, you know, there's definitely worse places. Absolutely. Church, <laughs> church but, where everyone's really repressed and then those behaviors manifest into fucking you in the ass when you're eight. That's true. I mean, did I say that out loud? Yes, yeah, you I did. did. Okay. You so absolutely that's, yeah, did. that's nothing new. I mean, there is, there's a, there are a couple of, really huge dramas going on on FetLife right now that I'm certainly not going to detail. And if you're listening to this many years from now, it's probably one going on even now. There's always going to be some shit. <laughs> and these these groups, I, there's two I can think of right now that have folded because of something like this. Huge groups that have been around for decades that have now folded because they're, they become so... Uh, known as a group that is all welcoming and you never stop giving out that rhetoric and you say over and over how wonderful it is and this is a family and it gets to a point where you don't confront the parts of your group that don't actually abide by that anymore Mm. and that allows predators in and that is exactly what that's one of the disastrous consequences i was talking about and these groups after so many years in existence have decided to fold because the drama has and the chaos have become so huge. So what you're saying, Kathy, is that transparency is a tool of survivability for any organization, group, or such. What yeah. the- <laughs> Del? Sorry, I just hit a little close to home what you said, Kathy. Go ahead, no, Del. just a great insight, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that sounds really so good, what you, you just said. I so, said, Boogie. <laughs> so if... The, I did, yeah. <laughs> we were on American... We were on the Thinking Atheists. Thinking Atheists. They, <laughs> they asked us <laughs> to be on their show. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that during uh, PP News. Yes. But no, it is It is true. Uh, so maybe just uh, throwing out you know some imaginary conversations. If we were to start another group, or this podcast, for instance. Okay. And instead of constantly painting everything rosy, we talked about our faults. And we talked about the things that go wrong. And then together as a unit, we allow all the other adults to process that information fearlessly, even if it means losing our group or losing our club or losing our show. And that that actually is the way to achieve longevity because you're never going to have some big giant thing sucker punch everyone from left field 
because everyone's going to know, oh, these are humans, and we've dealt with these things, and here's the plan we have in progress to deal with this and this and this. Wait a second. Did you just describe our show? I think you did. I described what I think is That's going to give us longevity. We fuck in up our so show, you don't have to. And we talk about it. We are 100% transparent about how fucked up we I'm are. I'm going to say 100% transparent. Let's not lie about well, that. Well, there are a few fucked <laughs> up things I keep to myself. <laughs> I'm going to say a good 96%. You know, there's some legal stuff, you know, I want to leave out, you know, statute of limitations, stuff like that. Um, wow. You know, but, uh, you know, there's. Uh, but definitely, I think. When you have a community, and, and I've seen that at varying levels here and in other communities and on the show, and what kind of our jumbly mission statement is, is that if you don't paint too rosy of a picture, then that, it's kind of like, you know, when they built the first Matrix and they made it all perfect, and then people just kept trying to wake up. Yeah, no, it's too perfect. It can't be real. It's too perfect. It can't be real. That way, everyone's just waiting for it to crumble. Yeah. I immediately... Yeah. Whenever uh, that's all I hear about a group or a club or or a munch or whatever, I'm like, I am already on guard. And if that group then will further not ever want to discuss when something goes wrong... That, to me, is a huge fucking red flag. Yeah. If you can have all the fancy reasons you want for not uh, being open or transparent when things go wrong, but um, I detect bullshit there, and I don't yeah. want anything I to think, do with I it. I think a lot... Of, I, here's one, one if thing. If you can't say why you're not telling us something in a sentence, I don't like you. <laughs> I think... That's a good rule of thumb. It's <laughs> a good, good point, though. I think... A lot of the people that come into the lifestyle, and, and you hear different studies and things like that that say, you know, we're more interested in communication and, and those types of things. I think that is because to explore your sexuality in this type of way means that I think the majority of people that come into the lifestyle are not sheep. They don't have the sheep mentality. They're willing to take a risk for themselves to find out information. And so when people withhold that information and try to, you don't, you don't, you, you know, don't, these are big words. Don't worry about this. You don't need to know about this. That makes us feel like sheep and I, or children, you know? And it's just like, I think a lot of people reject that. At least I know I do. Oh, I fucking do. I would much rather you tell me some ugly truth and I'm an asshole or whatever, which isn't going to surprise me. Anyway, I've had some time to adapt to that. Um, <laughs> then but then I, be lied to. I, Honesty is something in life that I is the probably the one area where I seek it out relentlessly, even though I know the gonna, majority of the time it's going to fucking hurt like hell. But I need to have it in my life. I can't live a life of deceit. Tried. I'd rather have the direct pain than just the anxiety just floating there forever. It's quicker. It's a quicker... It's, it's like a Band-Aid. Right off! Yeah, it's like... Or a, a root canal. I mean, it, it, when I used to be super homeless where I had no money and no nothing and I lived in the VW bus, I had rotting teeth. And I wouldn't go because I couldn't afford or whatever. And I just remember years of just living with pain and soreness all day long and Ambisol and aspirin and and just... It's very similar to that. You just kind of go on and exist in that pain instead of just realizing that 
just getting that truth, getting that ounce of just reality and ripping it out, that means you can then accept what's going on and move on. And you don't have to live in that weird denial because I just don't do well with it. Me either. And I think a lot of people don't. And that's why when situations like that happen, people come in and, and they get that everything is rosy and you should expect this and that, uh, you know, you see through it. Yeah. After a while, you may fall for it for a while. And some people are just like, hey, everything's great. I'm just going to lie. I know a lot of people that I talk to now. I saw some out playing Pokemon Go, some Kingsters while I was playing. And oh, we yeah. did the whole Jesus fish on the ground. You know, I'm like, I don't know if I should say anything to you. And I've seen them a couple <laughs> times. And they're like, I know you're out, so we'll just talk, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you said it first. And they were kind of like their approach with certain things that are going on. They're like, I just, I just deny it and I just want to go play. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. Go yeah. on. Yeah. We'll be the idiots <laughs> that have to very, die. Exactly. Die for the truth. God damn it. And now for the PP report. And now for the PP report. <laughs> we have some new Patreon supporters. We do. Number one is our lovely friend, Angry Corey. Ain't God damn it! I lo- I had such a great conversation with her. I love every time I see her calling because I'm okay. This is gonna be good. I'm in for some no holds barred conversation. She really doesn't have that uh, that little dainty filter, and yet she wants to be called a delicate flower. Apparently, you know that's <laughs> it's not. I told her it's not gonna happen. It's kind of like calling a pit viper a puppy, you know? It just doesn't... It sounds nice. I'll call them a delicate flower because I haven't met them. You're a delicate flower. That's right. And she'll just laugh (laughs) at your face. (laughs) Uh, We also have someone called Headley, which reminds me of... Isn't that Mel Brooks? Headley. Headley. Headley Headley Lamar. Lamar. Headley Lamar from Blazing Saddles. I love that. This is the dude, I don't know, you must have heard this, who sent us an email with some 1960s kinky songs. When was this? Yes. If you check out our email, this guy sends us two MP3s of something that he bought, some 1960s kinky music that someone recorded that he bought on eBay what? And I don't understand why he name? sent them to us. To, I think it, some people send music and they're like, oh, this would be great for your show. And maybe yes. we, if it's like theirs, like someone singing a song about the show or it's their song like Laz used to do, you know, we'll yeah. play a few seconds but at of At least it. Laz said, by the way, I wrote this and I thought you might like it. Headley so, sends us these two things. He doesn't explain anything about them, where they came from, who they drop are. It. Exactly. Well, listen, Headley, while we greatly appreciate it, I'd love to have some backstory on what the like these two songs are so I, but, I, I haven't heard them oh my god are they funny they're very strange I don't it sounds okay, like maybe some I'll edit some out and at least play at least play some clips right. of it That'd and be this fun. is a good one guess what Sandra from Trannies in Trouble has become a Patreon supporter oh my god. So she did sweet. great she did she did great when we took them she's like me where she gets a lot of anxiety and you know and, and yet and when so, she gets on a mic she's perfect well, when she and we didn't put any pressure on her, you know, and we're just like, hey, say something or don't. And then when she felt it, she said, I have something to say. And, I loved it. And so I like having her on because obviously, even though we're all kinky and we all understand the same thing, she does have uh, a, a decades of experience with the transvestite crossdresser uh, community. And, and rope s- community. And rope. She just <laughs> uh, does amazing rope. So that was kind of cool. So yeah. I like every time she comes in, it's, it's always fun when she so comes you, in. So if you she have a great. chance, go over to TrannysInTrouble.com and just watching pictures of her getting tied up is absolutely adorable. 
<laughs> you have nothing to say to that, but well, I'll, I'll I love say her. I love Sandra. Yeah, I just, uh, and we have one final one. Uh, Switch Tris Vixen, which is a freaking tongue twister of a name. Switch Tris Vixen. Switch Tris Vixen. Switch Twist Vixen. No. Switch Tris, like Mistress. Oh, Trist. Oh, Switch Tris. Vixen. Switch Tris Vixen. I know. We're Switch butchering this name. Switch Vixen. <laughs> She says, you guys keep me company at work. I don't really fit in that well with my local community, but I just adore you guys. What? Well, that's just the sweetest thing ever. Yeah, you just special? Thank you and welcome, Switchtress Vixen. Switchtress Vixen. <laughs> Say that three times Switchers really Vixen. fast. Switchtress Vixen. Switchtress Vixen. Fuck. All right. Now, listen here. Garbage can mill, for some reason, seems to be going above and beyond to do us all kinds of nice favors and send us stuff. That's right. She hooked us up with the... She hooked us up with the, the thinking, thinking atheist. She's, she heard that he was going to be doing a, a panel on polyamory. And she says she sends him an email and says, perverted podcast would be great. Before you know it, presto zamo, we are on. We're on the show. And yes. we did that today. And I don't want to, you know, go crazy or anything, but... Um, it was a pretty good panel. It was a good panel. We were, what was great about it, Kathy, is you and I have a lot of the like experience, lifestyle kind of thing, but there was some academics on the show that actually, you know, they've... they've they written, knew shit. They, <laughs> written, they knew stuff. <laughs> so it was great to have like Tard and like Smart, Smart and Tard <laughs> together because that's the community yeah. is, is we are a community of thinkers and then feelers and we handle more of the you know, feely kind of experience aspect. I thought it was actually really good. I thought Seth did a great job in, yeah. uh, in letting us talk. I'm curious because it was on Skype. You know, we did a Skype group, so I don't know how the audio is going to be. Of course, Seth's mic sounds, you know, perfect. Of he's course. A, he's he's a professional. Well, he also has that <laughs> broadcaster voice. If you've heard that show, I've heard yes, that show. He's, it's, 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 it's a pretty big you show. You and I are both atheists. Yes, it's, <laughs> yes. So yeah, we all know. 300 thousand subscribers yeah yes it's it's a big show so amazing so what was it it was i was excited because this is definitely an audience that is not part of the kink community and it's part of hopefully the more free thinking community and people that are open to things but even people once again just like we had that topic earlier just because you're an atheist doesn't mean you're automatically an open-minded free thinker that's true you know and so when we can come on and encourage free thinking and for, as far as your sexuality and maybe offer some new points of view that if you're somebody that is curious about non-monogamy or whatever, it was just, I was very happy because that's like our mission statement. That's, yeah. that's our goal. And obviously when it's somebody that has their own audience, that's not us. And we can work to, like some of the the... Two of the both the the guys that were on the show with us, the academics. I would love to do something with them where we could talk about uh, you know more kink and have their comments on that because they deal with a lot of sexual diversity exactly. and more of the psychology of sexuality and they write books and stuff like that. So those are that is where I would like to see our extracurricular activities go. You know, because it's it's because you reach other audiences that might not necessarily know about this, and it's good to let them hear what it polyamory is or what what kink is and you and i have a very unique uh horish kind of perspective oh you'll definitely hear the difference in personalities i heard you say because you have a lot of effing sex (laughs) on this thing and i'm like 
I have well, that just say effing. Well, that's where Whoopi Nuggets came from, <laughs> and uh, you know I didn't even get to use Whoopi Nuggets, but I was trying to find things because I used to do major market radio where you can't say any of the things, All and right. so I was like trying to get myself back there. But it was it was really good. I can't wait for it to come out, and we can tell well, our listeners. Yes, we'll definitely let you know. It's the end of the month, supposedly. And like when Mel found out that her attempts had borne fruit, <laughs> she goes, "I'm squeeing louder than Boogie's love siren." Oh, God. <laughs> she also no, wants to not. know: Does that count as planting the peepee flag? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think so. It and, absolutely does. And that is something I'll encourage your listeners. Kathy and I have a policy, and especially me because Kathy actually has a job. Um, what? <laughs> that we say yes to anything. I don't care if you have a college radio show yeah. or your own podcast and you talk about it. If I have time during the day and I can sit down on Skype or a telephone call and I'll be on anybody's show. I don't yeah. care. I don't even care if it's opposing views or whatever because I know that however it works out is how, how it works out. So, well, this is why at the end of a lot of shows, I'll say there's many ways that you can support the podcast. You sure. don't just have to be, you, there's only, there's not just Patreon support. Yeah. You can tell us your friends about us. You can whore us out like Mel did. Sure. Whores out to the thinking atheist. That's really great. I like it. The stuff like that pumps me up. I mean, I, you know, especially with everything that's going on right now, the more, the more I feel like I'm involved in the mission statement of what we do, that makes me so much bigger than a guy living in his car. You know, even though it's funny to do a big show and then go back to living in your car. Oh um, my God. It's please. funny, you know, uh, and I did that with K-Rock when I was on K-Rock, like the first six months of K-Rock, I couldn't afford a place. And I was like going on this giant station and then finishing my show, you know, tens of thousands of people and then like getting back in my <laughs> It's just so surreal. I don't know. It's oh, kind of funny. Goodness. Hey, listen, Mel also uh, told us that your playlists work on Patreon. The playlists they work. They work, but uh, Optimize wrote to us and had some okay. suggestion. He said, instead of 1 to 50, make it 1 to 52, 53 to 104, so like et cetera, and one. call the playlist year one, year two. That actually makes a lot of sense. It's 50, okay, opinions... Yeah. I'm with them and Kathy. Yeah, it's a so good. you like the idea of doing it year one, year two. It's only two off. You we're going to do one to fifty. Why not make it one to fifty-two? And that's nine. And then you could just do it the same time every year. <sighs> make the new one. I like it a lot. I like it. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, it's good. You can I name the playlist, and then you could just make like. You can officially, it's like, hey, there's a zombie for that year. They listen to that playlist. <laughs> hey, he's got some good ideas. Okay. Do it, but you right, optimize. Okay. Says no, so. I thought, I mean, I don't know what my thing, like 1 to 50 is is just, I don't know. I was just thinking more blocks. Here's blocks, 1 through, it's just a normal kind of block. Don't want to confuse people, don't want to whatever. But yeah, if you call it year 1, year 2, year 3, oh, and then year, year 5 will just keep building until it's, I guess, ready for year 6. And I just, okay, figuring it out. Figuring it sounds good. Fine. That's what you guys want. Yay. Then, uh, you know, if you guys want me to do it that way, then I'll do it that way. And also, you could just not make year five until it's actually done. Okay. Or you could just update it. You, you didn't sound like thrilled at updating it. Well, no. No, because that's, that's, that's updating. But no, no okay. It sounds good. All right. That's it for the PP report. That's, uh, I got nothing else for you, Boogie. Okay. Well, that sounds, sounds pretty good to me. Perverted mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Asa. Asa. 
<laughs> so we did our first uh, half a PP in the car, mobile half a PP. Remember? Are we ready to do another one? It seems like we it's are. Been it's going to be in weeks. a couple of weeks. It's at the end of the week. It's usually Wait, the did last. We do one in the car. We did. We did one, and yeah. now it's time to do an actual okay. show. Like in a couple, like of... an actual one where we actually talk about things. <laughs> yes, uh, and we got some emails because we we were you were worried about the. The sound, sound quality, and how yeah. the sound is. So Paddle Bob, our friend Paddle Bob from Patreon, Good wrote to us Bob. and said, I love the mobile show. It's a new dimension. And for clarification, Starbucks are all over the UK like a rash. Remember I said, we should go to fucking Starbucks, the drive through while we're in the car. That will be kind of funny. And you're like, people in the UK don't know what Starbucks is. You have to okay. be relevant. Well, Paddle Bob says <laughs> okay. it's all I, over the fucking I, hey, place. there's nothing wrong with me thinking Is about that? our UK listeners and if they can relate to what's going on because they have stores and other, you know. So I just try, I look, I'm trying to be global, Kathy. <laughs> Is that what you're trying? I'm trying to, to be say. fucking global. <laughs> hey, well, I, they're listening and they're responding and telling us. Okay, good. good. It's a good thing. That's good. You Fine. They have, have Starbucks to, to fucking ruin all of the fucking UK's independent music, too. Oh That's my great. God. Garbage Can Mel also listened and she said, Sir and I listened in the car over the speakers and the sound was just fine. All right. It's a it's very nice of her. She's always contributed. And finally, you know what? It's the air conditioner windshield that is I that made what it is? Tape. Yeah, it is, is that what we have to thank for the great the sound? windshield the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> Toral wrote to us and said, I listened on my phone speaker and the sound was great. The traffic white noise gives it an ASMR dimension. Hey, we're ASMR <laughs> yet again. <laughs> But it is in no way intrusive. The banter was great, as always. Boogie, yeah. we banter great. For good banter. We got good banter. I like bantering. That we do it well is, is good to hear. Just, after I'm telling, because I'm telling <laughs> Dell, I'm talking to Kathy earlier, and we're talking about doing this show, now uh, the Thinking Atheist, and that was 20 minutes with four people, and two of them were experts, and then we were the, like, you know, whatever we were. Um <laughs> Um, so that we have to do much tighter where here we have an hour, an hour, whatever. And then I was telling Kathy, I said, Hey, once we hopefully move up into more mainstream and we start getting onto bigger, like television shows and things like that, which, <laughs> which I don't know why you doubt that. Like, this is where <laughs> we're headed, Kathy. Boogie, I swear to God, if that were ever to happen, I would agree to do almost anything because I don't think that's going to happen. You didn't believe so many things were going to happen. It is the natural progression of things, Kathy. <laughs> we have, I mean, we got this show because somebody said, hey, these guys talk about this stuff to somebody. And uh, thinking atheist is that's as far as the internet, as far as podcasts are concerned, that's a big, that's a big show. So every show that is on has to come up, especially when you're talking about TV shows, five days a week, the producers have to fill the entire show with segment after segment after segment after segment. That's 250 shows a year, five segments per show. That's a thousand fucking segments that each show has to come up with. So when they want to talk about kink and BDSM, who who's going to be better? You're going to hire a bunch of pro-doms, which they normally do, and you're going to get a pro-dom point of view about BDSM, or you can have people that live the BDSM lifestyle and are invested in it, and they can talk about it, which is us and some of the other podcasts that are life experience. So the likelihood as we grow that we're going to get on some of these shows and be like their little expert is is very 
very realistic if I we can keep getting out there. I yeah, I'm just you know me, I'm a nihilist and a pessimist, those, and it's just I don't think it's going to happen. So, are you promising to suck Boogie's dick if you get on TV? I don't want her to I suck my dick. I swear to if we God, if we get on TV, I will suck your dick. Okay, that totally <laughs> changes my uh, professional thought, <laughs> Kathy. I'm gonna as as. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to rewind that because that would be cool because I know you're good at it. Um, hey, who told I you that? I know you're good at it. So, Did you read it on like a so, no, I bathroom just, stall? You, just, you got that thing and when you're talking about doing it, yeah, you've said enough things. I do that, like it a lot. Then I'm like, when you're into it, you're probably into it. Okay, so let me, let me pretend that wasn't said. <laughs> Because now I'm like, well, you know, I could have you do something else, which was more, was very... No perfect. anal. No. What I, <laughs> what I was going to say is, Kathy, because when you do the bigger shows, those segments are literally like five minutes, four minutes, even three minutes. So you have 12 seconds per answer. And there's no messing around. It's not like we do the show and we could just, blah, you know... Here, Dell, listen to this jingle at the expense of our listeners like last week we did, you know. Um, <laughs> everything has to be very, very tight. You have to know exactly what you're going to say, and it's a lot so, more. what's predi- your point, though? Well, my point is, but now I'm going to get a blowjob, so I'm like, well, fu- <laughs> I was going to say, would you agree to rehearse with me and for us to take some time to start prepping for interviews. You, you write out like 50 normal interview questions, if we which get I already an, have. If we get an interview any, out of this, I will absolutely prep with you. Okay. that's yeah. that's Because that's how you do it. Because if you go on there and you flub and whatever, they'll never no, call you No, I, I didn't do that much prep for this because I knew we were going to be there with two academics sure. who, who were professionals and knew much more about unpacking all the psychological stuff. Sure. And they had that part covered. So I thought you We just did I our would, thing. Exactly. But as it goes, they get shorter and shorter. And I thought, yeah, yeah it's okay. Sure. But now blowjobs on the table. <laughs> TV, remember. And I'm like, you know. Legitimate could, TV, not some fucking. This is the first time I've seen Boogie. His brain just breaking. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really? Well, he's a guy, and he just because wants a I would love job. to get us to that point. I've, it's always been that fantasy. The blowjob, no. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the TV, the blowjob. I have uh, mentally raped your mouth on a n- and your ass on a number. I've of I've mentally occasions. fucked you in the ass. That yeah. is lovely, Kathy. <laughs> I ho- did you masturbate while thinking about? That? No, when I was pretty mad at you, I'm like, I can't really, fuck you, him wait, in the you ass. fucking hate fucked me. That is just Not only even in hate my masturbate, head. just hate fucks when you're bored. <laughs> <Why would> you? <laughs> Kathy, that hurts. hurts Are you your, really surprised? The only <laughs> fantasy you've had about me is hate fucking me in the ass. Yes. <laughs> well, there was humiliation involved too. It was, was in a room wearing full of a, people. I was wearing a tutu, and no, a room full everybody of was watching you. And then I pooped at the end. You know, no. and, yeah, in a bucket, in a, bu- <laughs> <laughs> in a bucket next to Al's pee. Oh, very midnight run. Well, <laughs> well, fine. I don't want the blowjob anyway. Just rehearse. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I don't know. Oh, what? They hate fucking me. <laughs> Is a zebra labia all covered with stripes? Who cares? Seek our godly <laughs> wisdom on some fucking advice. I hate fucking too. Is that seek our godly wisdom? It is. is that seek what it is? Our seek our godly wisdom, wisdom on yeah, some fucking that's advice. That's what we are. Godly wisdom. <laughs> what else? I don't think I've ever actually. Take an issue with that jingle, but that's wow, we've got godly advice. Well, it depends on your, uh, you know, God's a pretty fucked up uh, entity. I could be a god. You could, why not? Are you a god? We could. St- when someone <laughs> asks you if you are a god, you, you say, say 
Yes! <laughs> I make it a habit not to get involved with clients. I want you inside of me. <laughs> it's more of a guideline than a rule. I watched I that him. at the gym the other day. I swear to God. Wait, goes, they were showing that on the at, Well, it's gym? on the TVs. They have the oh, TV stations, okay. and, they, and they, they do it when I watch the subtitles. Oh, my God. Ghostbusters is so many classic. Oh my god! Amazing. Where do these stairs go? They go up. <laughs> oh god! It's great. Okay. All go. right. Some fucking advice. Now again, I have to apologize. I don't know why I do this, but I copy and paste the questions that people send us, and on this one, I forgot to put the name. So if you hear this and you're like, "Why the fuck didn't she say me. my name?" <laughs> It was me. It was me. I feel so bad. It was me. So she wrote to us. It's the truck driver. <laughs> I really am getting on YouTube to see if he uploaded That'd be that. Great. <laughs> what do you, what what kind of search words do you think I got to look for? <laughs> I don't know. Homo more, shaving more his legs like it in the parking like lot. The story or something like Insta Trucker. <laughs> I'm sure it's more like the a homeless website. of LA or something. Yeah, yeah. probably. Oh my god. Homeless, Wait, homeless creeper. Was this channel. in like a Walgreens or the front? No, this was in lot. Doorways parking lot. Oh, Doorways parking. Not on Doorways side, because right. I'm friends in the with the ravioli or in the dead car. No, with the re- in the dead car. You know, in the, well, it's not dead. The car works just fine. Okay. It's just I drive Why it every sell that? every week. I have people. Well, I keep lowering the price, and I thought I was going to get six hundred. Now it's fucking four hundred. I did that. I did four hundred. It runs. Yeah. It's just you know it explodes things out of the engine. So it's don't, probably don't. A that's not cheaper. a selling point. What I mean, the people from the other building, I've known from all the other stuff we dealt with, so I know them, so they don't care if I, I park okay. there. All right, so somebody wrote to us and said, as a sub, how do you know when you've reached your limits? Tonight, we ran into a situation where I wasn't loving what was going on. They're having a scene, she and her girlfriend. Sure. I wasn't loving what was going on, but neither was I actively disliking it. But my dom was into it, so I carried on. A minute later, she stopped and said, you're not wet, what's up? Now, I'm a very wet girl, so this was definitely out of the ordinary. And when I explained how I felt, she got really upset and said that it made her feel creepy. So how do you differentiate between the kink of being used and pleasing your dom and crossing your own boundaries? Now, frankly, she's asking two different questions. Yes. The first one was, as a sub, how do you know when you've reached your limits? And I have to say that that might seem like a very strange question to a lot of people, and even to tops who don't understand, what do you mean, how do you know when you've reached your own limits? You don't like how it feels anymore. And that is the problem right there. A lot of submissives or bottoms aren't necessarily doing it because they receive actual either sexual pleasure or physical pleasure out of it. That's not the only reason that we like bending over and getting a spanking. There are a lot of variables in between, correct? Sure. When you're being uh, pleasing to your top, you're pushing your own limits, you're seeing how far you can edge. When there are other gratifications that you receive from pain, it's not always sexual gratification you receive. So I understand that that might seem strange to some people. Uh, The second question then is, how do you differentiate between the kink of being used and crossing your own boundaries. Oh, no, 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 no. Boogie? Hey, thank you. <laughs> that is a point to where you have to be in communication with your top or your dominant, whatever. 
because there is that thing. You need to know uh, pushing your boundaries for because you think your dominant is enjoying it is a wonderful sentiment. It is absolutely wonderful to give that part of yourself where you are actually experiencing pain or some sort of thing that's uncomfortable. That is a wonderful sentiment, but it's not wonderful if you don't have a dominant or top that is into you doing things that you don't like. For some tops and dominants, part of the thrill, their kink, and I'm a lot of this way most most of the time, unless it's like we're doing rape role play and stuff like that. Um, my kink is I like doing all these intense, crazy things because I know it's giving you a challenge. I know that there is a benefit to you, and I get off on the fact that you're getting high or subspace or you're going somewhere or you're getting super horny or you feel really humiliated, which will lead you to that there is some benefit for you the majority of the time. So if I all of a sudden realize, oh, they're just doing this for me, then I'm like, well, then let's do something else. Because your kinks then don't align. Yeah, my kink in that moment doesn't align. So if... If I, as the time, I mean, this is, there's responsibility on, on both sides. And, and obviously, even if you played a lot together, negotiating before a scene is a good idea. Because if, if the top says, you know, in this scene we're going to do, I want to not care about your feelings, that is a great opportunity for you to push yourself to please the dominant. But if the dominant is not in into that, then at that point, as the bottom, your responsibility is to speak up and say, I'm not feeling comfortable with this. That's true. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. From my perspective, I actually am a sadist and Mm -hmm. I enjoy watching other people suffer. So I would have no problem with this. But if I weren't and you didn't communicate to me that you were disliking this, I would be massively pissed off that you did not communicate that to me. Having said that, there is a responsibility I think that tops have to allow your bottom to explore. Sure. Now, I'm not saying that if that kind of play uh, makes you feel, as she said, creepy, and I don't want to go there, that, that you have to do it. Absolutely. If, if that is not an area, you, you do not want to go down that path, make that clear, communicate it with your bottom, right. and tell them, I'm sorry, but if that's the kind of kink you want, we have to stop long before we get to that line. But if you're willing... It is absolutely okay to experiment with that, to see where is, I'm going to push the envelope, let's see where it goes. I never would have known some of the things about myself if I hadn't pushed that line to see where it goes. I would have never realized that um, I actually enjoy doing, feeling that pain that I don't like because I am, my dominant is telling me to. Hmm. and that past a certain point, it ceases to hurt tremendously, and that element adds a bit of spice to it, and it is suddenly not this overwhelming pain that I couldn't take otherwise. I never would have known that, that crossing over into that land changed the dynamic for me. 
So it can be good. You can find, I'm, I'm not going to lie, you could try it and find that the scene absolutely slipped sideways and it didn't work. But all that is information that you gather. Again, I'm going to say that if you don't want to go down that path, that's perfectly fine. But in my experience, I've found that after a certain, I mean, let, let's just take this example. You're talking about a, a top who likes playing this way because their bottom gets sexual gratification and gets wet. Gets during, my, yeah. And that's great. And if you never want to move off of that, communicate that, and that, that's where you're going to go. But if you're willing to start skirting that edge and seeing what happens if you keep going, you're going to, that's, in my opinion, what kink is all about, pushing that envelope and seeing where it takes you. You have no idea where it's going to take you. And I learned this lesson a long time ago when I was taking improv classes. Mm. I absolutely hate improv. I always have. You took improv classes? Well, yeah, and I, I took some community yeah, college for, and did some like acting. Comedy sports, like, yeah, see, I would yeah. love for us to do that. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't mind trying it now because I am much older and braver than I used to be. But when I was younger, I absolutely detested it because I didn't want to put myself in that position. And I had gotten into some uh, acting little troupe, and we were going to put on this, this play, and I got a role in it. And it was a very difficult role because it was an emotional, suicidal character that I didn't know how to play to make it realistic. And the, the instructor did some really, something really great as he forced us all, because we all had different characters, to do a lot of improv. Crazy shit that had nothing to do with the actual play. Nice. And I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? I don't want to do this. And suddenly... I went into an area that took my character exactly where I needed it to go to make it believable. And I never would have known if I hadn't stepped off the edge and just jumped into the abyss. Because in the abyss was the answer I needed. I just didn't know where it was. But you have to jump off that fucking cliff. But you also... Let's talk about our safety. Have to know that... you want to finish that? Okay, never No, mind. no, no. Abs- absolutely. This is where the experience within the King community is going to come to your rescue. Because you absolutely... When you start going down this path, you have to have um, your plays in your handbook ready to go. You have to do postmortems. You have to discuss it. You have to be okay knowing that you're going to go into it and things might not turn out well. If you don't have that ready to go, don't go down that fucking path don't because jump, it's not going to work for you. Don't <laughs> jump unless you know there's some people down at the bottom that can fix you and put you back together and maybe make sure you don't at least die. Absolutely. You bring up a really good point. This is a, 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 an area that has a lot of potential for, for fucking you over. And you have to, you have to know... How you have to trust your partner. I can't say it any any clearer than that. Trust your partner, and if you've got some good established communication, then you can get through almost anything. And take it slow. Yeah, I mean, just because I jumped off the fucking cliff doesn't. And this was just for improv for crying out loud. Um, doesn't mean that you you have to go crazy. But I have learned so much about myself and about my partners because I decided to push the envelope. And don't get me wrong, I am not that courageous i push the envelope but i don't go over the edge because it's still a scary thing for me but very good del did you have something um yeah i was going to agree with you 
I think two threads ago in the same conversation okay. of I definitely for playing if they're not enjoying it in some fashion I can't really get into it like if it's even like 5% of they enjoy my enjoyment at their torment like that gets close enough but if they're just like utterly disgusted by the type of play I'm not gonna like no I'll, I'll find someone who it, it isn't like that much of a limit for them to do that kind of play yeah I think that's it's okay like there's those moments you know it's just the majority of my moments as I just want that validation that I'm a love god and I turned you on and and got you all worked up and you got to experience all these amazing things and have outer hallucinations and all of that shit that I love to to help people discover but there are those moments where I'm like like I did that with Mew Mew and I actually I brought a cane to the boat and you know caned her she wasn't in the mood for caning and she just went for it because I'm like I'm caning your ass I haven't done it in a, in a while and and so and then there was you know kind of some consensual non-consent stuff and in that moment well that's the job you know I'm you're just a piece of meat for me to use and your feelings aren't important in that moment but most of the time when we do stuff and we we usually you know talk about those things yeah i was i mean i was i remember being part of a scene once and where the bottom very responsible uh person a friend of mine that i i greatly enjoyed her company who said i i would love for you to be part of the scene in which i want to go off the edge and here is here's what I want to accomplish and here's where I, I would like for it to go. We, we had extensive conversations about it and it was great because she gave me the information I needed to make an informed decision. And at that time, I chose to be what I would call a facilitator for her. She wanted to explore this and because I was confident in her ability to communicate well with me, I was more than willing to be that facilitator. But I won't do it with everybody. And communication was absolutely the key that made me want to go move forward with it. But there are times when you're, if your bottom asks for you to facilitate going into a dark place, you might want to go ahead and do it. (laughs) And it's just that kind of play. Like it goes towards edgier things. And it's good that you should, you should talk about a lot of play, at least the first time that deeply. But like we get casual with it of, oh, this is spanking. It's totally fine. But if they, they haven't done that much, you, you should check in. And you don't always know that. That's true. You don't always know that it's going to go to that dark place. And believe me, I've been there where that happens. And suddenly you're in the dark worse. place. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't plan to go here, but let's see what happens. You know, you got a safe word, bitch. Fucking open your mouth. <laughs> That's if they can open it. Uh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Drop the hanky. Stomp your foot three times and grunt. We talked about the grunts, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. Yes. Yeah, three grunts. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really normally happen, so if you grunt three times... It's I had to do that Creative Explorer this weekend. I had to tap him three times because he, he, I didn't know if he realized it, but he had tied the bulb gagging so tight that I couldn't... Sometimes I can push it out past my teeth just to be able to swallow and get a good breath. And we were getting so strenuous that I was breathing really hard and I started realizing I'm not getting enough air in and he tied it too fucking tight. So I, I had to tap him with my hand to get him to stop and get that fucking ball gag out. Del. <laughs> Boogie. So, Kathy and I, you know, doing the, oh, the thinking atheist and mm-hmm. as any good producer yeah, uh, and producerette, uh, well, because you're included, <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's just test because we don't do a lot of Skype interviews and, you know, neither of us even had, you know, Skype current. So let's test this out, you know? See how it sounds. See how it sounds and and do it. 
and Kathy pops on the screen. Oh my god! In her gear with a collar, and she's like, "Hi, everyone!" And I'm like, "It was the, just you guys. It was you and you." Is there? Is it just like, voice or is it actually? It was just voice. Yeah. No, the, he and I were testing the Skype. He was okay. at Muse. Yeah. The boat. Boat, yeah, and yeah. I was at Creative Explorers. Yeah. And, and I had just made breakfast, so I was wearing nothing but an apron. Yeah. You could only see from my shoulders do. up, as it, you do, right? It still was like, I was like, oh my God. I just thought, can you just stand? Was that the least you've ever seen her in? Can just stand? <laughs> well, it was the first time I'd ever seen Well, I've seen her in gear in the, in the dungeon, but it's just different to see it in that domestic setting. And like, she was like, her hair was kind of up and... You know, and it's just like all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, she was probably just sucking dick like five. <laughs> well, it was after breakfast, ago. so it could have happened. Well, was you it know, before or after the after breakfast blowjob. There's the pre-breakfast blowjob, and then there's the, the post-breakfast blowjob. <laughs> Pre-during breakfast blowjob. Oh, you finished eating early? No, no, Great, that, suck my dick. That's the steak and eggs holiday. <laughs> yeah, it only happens once a year. That's it. Not for creative explorer. These stories you guys have. It's great. So it was kind of hot. I was like, that wow. Look at Kathy all looking. Did she, did she realize once she was on camera? No, no, she's it was you couldn't see anything. Fucking Mew. God fucking Mew, damn it. So I don't know how to work Skype, but I know Mew does, and Mew mm. is the worst. <laughs> the worst. She takes no hints. <laughs> That was funny. She has no chill, stealth, no nothing. Because I'm like, get a picture, <laughs> screen grab, get a screen grab, and she's just, and then she just gets this totally obvious fucking look on her face, like, what? <laughs> what? Like you're like, whenever someone does this, and you kind of talk under your lip, that Wait. means I don't want the other person to hear. I'm trying to communicate with you without them. No, she sucks. <laughs> Wait, that. first of all... For future reference, there's one key on your keyboard that will sucks. do that I know. for you. She's this sucks. This is Boogie's idea of surreptitiously giving Mew a signal. Get a screenshot. <laughs> I totally heard it. It's because, <laughs> it's because the first fucking 20 seconds, I'm like, screen picture. <laughs> and she's just like, what? <laughs> what? What? And I'm like, and, Kat, and I'm like, yeah, Kathy, yeah, it look great. And then, and then, so I'm like, wait. And Kathy's like, I totally heard. And then, and then, you, when she gets frustrated that she can't figure out what stealthy thing you're trying to do, she goes, "Do you want me to get a screenshot?" <laughs> and Kathy's like, "Don't you dare take a screenshot at me!" Mew has no guile whatsoever. <laughs> They're the innocence of their namesake. They obviously have no stealth. <laughs> so cute. All right, that is our show. Huge wet sloppy kisses to you, our lovely listeners and Patreon supporters. Without you to listen to our inane chatter, Boogie and I would die fat, broken, lonely. But we're going to do that anyway, so what's the freaking point to any of this? We may as well just lie down in front of a freight train and get it over with. Hello. Joining us in the love lab tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, (laughs) You spent time writing that? Jesus. That's how I felt when I was... Was that during... That was was cramp. That was cramp time. Middle of cramp time. I was writing this up. What's the fucking point? I'm just going to fucking leave that in. (laughs) 
Hey, Kathy, Kathy, oh, I'd like to talk to the real Kathy now. <laughs> real Kathy's not here. We actually are very happy about our show, Kathy. We like that. No. I mean, we show them what's real, but now. That was real at the time, Boogie. But not she's for obviously, me. She's that- obviously trying to, like, audition for a nihilist podcast. <laughs> hey, if there was a nihilist podcast. Oh, my God. I would so be the host of that fucking show. <laughs> we should start one. Can I continue, please? Joining us in the Love Lab tonight were the lovely Dell and Devil. Thank you guys for being the only audience members today. You're welcome. Please write to me and tell me you love me. I am so needy right now. Pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com. Lament, 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 lament. Or call us at 424-226-2037. Jesus Christ. All of a sudden, like... Del Devil and I are just like we're waiting for there to be some turn, you know, like some turn, like you know, we could just kill ourselves, but you guys give us the hope, and it just never, never went to that peak, Kathy. No. It just never went to the part that says thank you, you guys give us hope. It was just all no. I was in a pretty deep no, downward that was, that was high art right there, just about. Like, go to some emo Tumblr and just that post that. Straight, oh like, God. bring Morrissey back from the musical Dead and just... <laughs> girlfriend in a coma. There oh, we go. Boogie, will you take us out, please? <laughs> with a shotgun. A with a freight train. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Excedrin is wearing off, but make it fast. I gotta get in there, take another that, one. <laughs> that was show 123, and God damn it. 223. 223. Did I say 123? Yeah, you did. You wanted the number because you wanted. I don't know. Whatever. I like two two two. That was a fun show. This was a fun show, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. uh, I'm feeling a little better than Kathy is right now, and I'm (laughs) very happy that you're here uh, to give me hope in uh, whatever this is. And we will see you guys next week. Woo! Two, three, mow mow, chicka mow mow. Your balls are slightly oversized When you're typing on the internet Your poopy diapers make you cry You compensate by talking shit You're the big bad racist, misogynist rapist Lonely in your little room You're just sad cause you're only yanking off two pictures of celebrity side boobs Cyberbully! Cyberbully! Your butt hurt cause girls ignore you Like you're such a fucking catch Unemployed living in your mama's basement With your pee jug and your microwave hot pockets Don't you know that the more you hate The more it just proves you were insecure about your dick We're not fooled by a temper tantrum thrown by a cum splat jerk Who hides behind the internet Cyberbully Cyber-bully. Cyber-bully. Ha! There's 
smelly turd Now that we're ganging up Back on you, tables turned Will you learn? Will you learn? Will you learn? Probably not. Will you learn? Probably not. Will you learn? Probably not. You rectal probing fly, barf, fungus face, psychopath, pimple ass, cannibal, no life, stupid fuck! Cyberbullet! Cyberbullet! Take your antisocial bitterness. And the emo hates you. And go live in the wilderness You can cry to the trees when a bear butt rapes you Cyberbullet! Go away, it's not our fault you can't get laid Cyberbullet! The internet's not real life, okay? Cyberbullet! Eat a monkey dick, go slap yourself and die of AIDS.